COVID-19, better known as coronavirus, has spread throughout the world. Symptoms of this respiratory disease include fever, cough, and sharpness of breath. These symptoms may show up 2 to 14 days after exposure. If you're experiencing these symptoms and have come in contact with or in an area with an ongoing outbreak, please call a hotline and or consult a physician. Clean and disinfect high-touch surfaces. For more information, please visit cdc.gov COVID-19. Thank you. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the I Am Cannabis Sativa podcast. I'm your host, Dan Scotland. If you are currently a medical marijuana patient and want to tell your story and be featured on the podcast, feel free to email me at IamCannabisSativa at gmail.com. Feel free to hit us up on Instagram at IamCannabisSativa. You can also find me on Twitter at ICSativaPod. You can find and subscribe to our podcast on Spotify, iTunes, Anchor FM, Overcast, Radio Republic, TuneIn, Stitcher, Google Play Music Store, and more. Please rate and review us on iTunes as rating and reviewing us will bump up the pod on their algorithm and put this podcast in front of even more eyeballs. If you like what we are doing, please become a Patreon supporter of the podcast and support us. Supporting us helps us to keep the lights on, pay rent, pay for hosting, equipment, and travel. And you can do this by going to https colon slash slash anchor dot fm slash I am Cannabis Sativa podcast slash support. You can also support me now on Patreon at www dot patreon.com slash IC Sativa podcast. You can support this podcast for as little as $1 a month. We also have a $5 tier if you're feeling extra generous. A special thanks to our current patrons and supporters. Shout out to friends of the show Reefer Revolution for supporting the podcast. Shout out to our new Patreon and friend of the show Gracie Gatto. Shout out also to Joy One Love 420, also a friend of the show and founder of Keystone State Reviews. Becoming a Patreon or financially supporting us through Anchor, Patreon, PayPal gets you perks like early episodes, exclusives, and, and shout outs at the beginning of every episode. We also have been recently syndicated by friend of the show, Russ Belfill, and will now be featured weekly on Radical Russ Radio right before his show from Monday, 7 a.m., Tuesday, 9 a.m., Wednesday, 11 a.m., Thursday, 1 p.m., and Friday, 3 p.m., all mountain times. And without further ado, let's get to the episode. Howdy, folks. Dan Scotland here, joining you from Legal Grass, Massachusetts, heartland of America. You can find me anywhere you find podcasts, such as iTunes, CastBox, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, and other platforms like it. You can follow me on Instagram at underscore I am Canvas Sativa, on Twitter at IC Sativa Pod. So, I I put out I put out the victory. The we want to celebrate something that we're doing for um, friend of the show. Um, 
Chris Goldstein is a uh, friend of the podcast, and I just just wanted to share a good article that he had. Um, being that you know, like I like I always talk about like the like how bad cannabis is and how bad it how or rather how bad it is being regulated on the East Coast. Outside of Maine, we're paying three hundred an ounce in a lot a lot of the East Coast. Um, Seventy, eighty dollars a gram per per concentrate. That's that's the norm in the East Coast. And again, I'll I'll include Ohio in this sort of argument, and and places like like uh, Arkansas, and and again, I think Louisiana just got um, whole flour, so they're probably going to be playing a good amount per ounce too. So again, I mean, I'll include all. Again, they're not directly East Coast states, but I'll I'll, I'll include all all those areas too. Um, Illinois as well. Again, Midwest, but they're 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 going through that same big marijuana. We're gonna charge you 300, 400 an ounce, and you better like it. Um, so let's read this article. Um, New Jersey, um, there's again, they their recreational has been legal um for for a bit, but there there aren't really any stores right now, but they're they're trying to get the groundwork for that. Um and I mean they need to just I feel like states need to just like they need to just be like they they need to just look at Oklahoma and be like, all right, you can grow your own. You can start a small business. Um, if you have a few thousand bucks on your credit card, you can you can cash advance that stuff, make an edible company, whatever. Just do what Oklahoma did, and and then and then look at look at IDs to check if people are twenty one. That's the best way to do it. Do what Michigan did, you know, pre twenty sixteen or whatever. Just just a bunch of caregivers. Do what Maine did. But but just just look at everyone's ID. That's it. We don't have to reinvent the wheel, but somehow we are. Let's get into the article. When I buy my first joint in New Jersey, I want it to come from a small business, not corporate cartels. And that one joint should not cost twenty five bucks plus thirty percent tax. That's 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 the case here in Massachusetts too. Like I've seen, like I've looked at recreational menus. Although the prices are going down in Mass, they're still, you know, we're still like. We're still at that 300-ish an ounce, even even for rec. Like rec used to be like 400, but now, like it's been going down. Is in like I think the 300 range, and you know you can get some eights for 30 bucks now. Like that that's starting to be a thing even in our rec market. But we're still again, if you only allow these big companies, that's that's the market you get. Yes, it's illegal, but you're paying what 300 an ounce? Is that is that really a good legalization? I don't think it is. We need peddler's licenses or, again, just copy what Oklahoma did and look at everyone's ID. We don't need to we don't need to make these these licenses so complicated to renew or get or expensive. As a longtime New Jersey cannabis consumer, I'm glad to see some big changes in the last year. Maybe the police have stopped arresting nearly 100, nearly 100 of us, more often black residents every day for possession. It's been a great relief. My vote was one of nearly 2.8 million that were that approved retail cannabis sales in November 2020. It took until February 2020 took it took until February 22nd 2021 for all the associated laws to be signed. And I never expected sales to begin in the one year mark. Another fail against Massachusetts. Massachusetts is the Massachusetts the state that I'm broadcasting in right now. We are the worst recreational state of all flipping time. Even New Jersey's gonna beat us. One year from the time they voted for it, for it to the time they got the first stores. We voted for recreational in Massachusetts, November 2016. We did not see this first store until November 2018. 
Massachusetts is the worst recreational state, and I will, I will, I will die on that hill. I really will. Oh my goodness, I'm pissed. Still, national brands that hold most of New Jersey's medical marijuana permits have been trying to pressure Governor Phil Murphy and the Cannabis Regulatory Commission to begin sales. This corporate cartel wants to set a quick guideline and flip the switch to adult use products. Again, it's just going to be MSO-fied. It's going to be these big companies doing it. And again, they're only going to grow for profit and efficiency. So specialized strains that you need for your medical conditions. Or again, if you're like me and you have anxiety, you have you have free floating anxiety all the time and you know you you know and and you take cbd to sort of to help with your add like i do again i mean if if it was wasn't for cbd because i i have to take adderall so i can i can concentrate and do and, and function and do my ba basic stuff um cbd helps it helps it so i don't get a terrible adderall crap you know like every time you take adderall like the side effects of that stuff are it's it's so harsh. Like you have this like giant headache, like at the ending of the day when you're trying to get some sleep. So, you know, CBD is a lifesaver in terms of, you know, um, um, helping to mitigate that, um, and, 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 and keeping anxiety pretty low. But, um, yeah, I mean, this, this stuff is a godsend. And again, certain people need certain ratios. Some people need a four to one CBD to THC, but if you just leave it to cure relief, you just leave it to all these stores again they're just gonna grow they're just gonna grow and, and create the, what what's the most efficient for them they're not gonna make specialized strains that people actually need and they're gonna charge you 400 an ounce and you're gonna and, and, and they're gonna they're gonna smile and, and say that you should be appreciative this is why this is why i fight all the time this is why i fight big marijuana let's let's keep going Still, national brands that hold most of New Jersey's medical marijuana permits have been trying to pressure Governor Phil Murky and the Cannabis Regulatory Commission to begin sales. The corporate cartel wants to set a quick deadline and flip the switch to adult use products. That can give them a huge advantage over New Jersey small businesses. Consumers like me are happy to wave for some of the promised equity, and I am too, and, and anybody who... who who wants to just put like, oh, this needs to be legal. We need to have the sales as soon as possible. You know, F, F repairing the damage that drug war victims did. F, F expunging records. If that's you, then unsubscribe because that's not what we're about here. Consumers like me are happy to wait for some of the promised equity with legalization. We've been able to access what we need for decades already under prohibition. Our traditional sources, thankfully, didn't disappear when the new laws were signed. And... Yeah, mine's mine's didn't either. I mean, I still I still got I still have like again, I still know people that grow their own um and we and there's so many options with the 2018 farm bill. Again, like even in recreational states or or in many recreational states, if the prices aren't right, we can vote with our feet. We can go back to our dealer and there's nothing you can do about it. I mean, I I mean when when mass legalized and we didn't have stores, I went back to my dealer for a bit. There's no shame in doing it if, if the recreational market is, is junk. No shame at all. None. Consumers like me are happy to wait for, this, for some of the promised equity with legalization. We've been able to access what we need for decades already under prohibition. Our traditional sources thankfully didn't disappear when the new laws were signed. In fact, we're hoping that our local weed dealers can find some way to become completely legit. There's a real chance too. Famous and unabashed flower salesman, New Jersey Weed Man, plans to fill out the applications on March 15th to get permits for his Trenton shop. I mean, that should be getting all the business much. He's a, he's a legend. You know, he's, 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 a, he's, a, he's a hardened drug warrior veteran. That, 
that's a legend in New Jersey. Again, he should be first in line to get it, to 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 be able to sell it and not not cure relief. Not these not these people that, you know, that haven't done this since what, college in the 1980s and and now they see an opportunity to get a bag and that's all they see it as. They don't see it as as helping as helping your mom's arthritis or you know, helping your dad's sciatica or, you know, helping your great uncle who's 75 and has dementia. They don't see it as that. They see it as a bag. And that's why that's why we have to block these people from from having a foothold in, in, in the cannabis industry. We have to do everything we can to do that. We really, really do. And people like the New Jersey weed man should be bumped to the front of the line and all drug war victims as well, too. It is also vital to understand that the current medical dispensary prices are too expensive for working class patients already. Exactly. It's too expensive for me. I've had to go. I've had to go to just hemp right now and, and Delta eight and, and such, you know, because the prices in Massachusetts have been so unreasonable for so long. And I, again, I don't always have time to make the drive to Maine. So let's let's let's, let's finish this up. It is also vital to understand that the current medical dispensary prices are too expensive for working class patients already. Once a hefty set of adult use taxes are heaped on top, consumers will likely go back to traditional sources. Or again, they'll go through the, the they'll they'll buy CBD and hemp. They'll switch to hemp like myself. We've seen how states, including New Jersey's medical program, failed to attract regulated marijuana purchases because products cost too much. New Jersey is promising to send cannabis taxes directly into communities harmed by prohibition. But unless local consumers buy thousands of tons of regulated weed, those taxes won't materialize. So I'm going to disagree with friend of the show a little bit. Um, Massachusetts, when we started adult use, we were we were very expensive off the rip, like over 400 an ounce, including the taxes. Um, but initially, when we opened our stores, a lot of them were in Western Massachusetts, which is is, is less uptight about opening stores in, in general. So I feel that you had a lot of traffic from Connecticut and, and New York and New Jersey and, and Pennsylvania and places like that. I feel that, you know, there, there's so many people in like Pennsylvania, Delaware, all those states that they have medical conditions, but they don't want to get a card and they don't want to meet a dealer. Like they're, they're like in their forties, they're in their fifties. Like, you know, I, I have kids. I don't want to make the risk of, of, of having a street dealer again. So they go to these recreational stores and they're like, oh, I don't want to lose my gun rights. So you have a lot of people that just go to the recreational stores. Um, I, and even when even when they were like 400 in like the first few years, you still had a good amount of people pouring in from other states. Like it wasn't the locals that were buying in Massachusetts or, or that buy here. But I think it's a lot of out-of-state people that are like, "Oh man, I'm 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 glad I don't have to. I, I'm glad I don't have to get on the list in Pennsylvania. I can just get it." So I feel like you have a lot of that, and and like, and we've read stories with like, where one dispensary in Western Mass said that they got they got uh, visitors from 49 states. So I don't think I don't think they will go completely broke. But I do agree that we don't need big marijuana for the concept of fair cannabis marketplace to ring true. Or let me. Okay, New Jersey is promising to send cannabis taxes directly to communities harmed by prohibition. But unless local communities buy thousands of tons of regulated weed, those taxes won't materialize. For the concept of a fair cannabis marketplace to ring true and for taxes to start flowing, the largest operator should accept broad, a broader launch of sales on opening day. Along with consumers, they may have to wait too. This should be nothing new to the state's existing permit holders. Some companies took years and several remanagement contracts before serving any registered patients. 
New Jersey should avoid launching cannabis sales out of a select handful of storefronts. Millions of residents who voted for legalization want to see thousands of product options, including craft cannabis. We don't want to stand in line for several hours and arrive at a converted fast food counter just to purchase a pre-rolled joint, especially one that costs $25 plus a 30% tax. We want hundreds. I'm going to re I'm going to highlight this again because I've been I've been I've been I've been running this line up the flagpole like the past couple of episodes. I'm going to continue to emphasize it. Again, I'm raising I'm raising farmers. I'm certainly not raising hunters and I'm sure as hell not raising sh we want hundreds of strains. We want hundreds of strains. We are all very different. There are 7 billion of us. We don't just need 10 strains like these MSOs want. We don't just need 10 or 15 of the best-selling ones. We need to preserve all the various genetics of weed, of, of, of cannabis, of the beautiful plant. We can't, we, can't we can't let it just become like every other capitalist or every other... Um, I'd say monopoly capitalist sort of industry where it's just, we just program for efficiency. It should take this long to do this. We'll, 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 we'll ring your, we'll ring your bracelet. If you take too long, like that's what, that's what these MSOs want to turn cannabis into. Like he's saying, let me read that line. One, one that, that, that line one once more, we want hundreds of strains, drive up windows, delivery service, and maybe cool lounges. I want my first legal cannabis purchase in New Jersey to be a completely local black owned business. I would like to see that too. So how do we stop rewarding corporate privilege and start building back our communities? Well, this isn't rocket science and the Garden State is actually good at small business development. Back in 2013, a medical marijuana car company in Egg Harbor called Compassionate Care Foundation, CCF, got a $350,000 loan from the New Jersey Economic Development Authority, NG. EDA. In every way, it was a pretty standard deal. NG or NJ EDA dispenses hundreds of millions of dollars in low interest loans every single year. So winning that money often takes connections. And at the time, Governor Christie's political strategist, Michelle Brown, was leading the NJ EDA. And CCF was owned in part by a former Christie appointee to NJ's health department. Today, we will likely see the same EDA loans available to every NJ small entrepreneur who wants to get into cannabis. We can't expect this sector to succeed by going to skeptical banks and predatory venture capital firms. Ultimately, consumers are the engine of economic e equality. It is from our wallets that billions in profits and taxes will be extracted. We want our marijuana money invested in people, not corporate or criminal cartels. It took nearly 100 years to end cannabis prohibition. As I roll this joint, taking a few more weeks or months to structure the equity for sales and taxes seem well worthwhile. End of article. Chris Goldstein is a writer based in Williams, w w Willingsboro. A cannabis consumer activist for 25 years, he's currently a regional organizer for the National Organization of the Reform of Marijuana Laws. End of article, folks. We cannot allow big cannabis to have a foothold. We really can't. Um, we got to keep fighting it with all we have. Um, again, if you have just a few companies running things, they can charge whatever they want. They, they can throw quality control out the window. And because New Jersey does not have home growth, you got to just suck it up and pay. But enough from me. I can be found anywhere you find podcasts such as iTunes, CastBox, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, and other platforms like it. You can find me on Instagram at underscore I am Cannabis Sativa. You can find me on Getter at 
icsativapod and on Twitter at icsativapod. And you want to if you want to kick this podcast a few extra bucks, you can go to cash sign I am cannabis sativa. Again, that's cash sign I am cannabis sativa. Peace out, ciao, and stay Medicaid, my friends. If you find yourself coming around often to my podcast and want to support our humble little project, there are quite a few ways you could do so. Supporting us helps us keep the lights on, pay rent, pay for hosting, equipment, and travel. You can do this by going to https colon slash slash anchor dot fm slash I am canvas sativa podcast slash support. You can also support me now on Patreon at www.patreon.com slash IC sativa podcast. You can support the podcast for as little as $1 a month. We also have a $5 and above tier if you are feeling extra generous. Additionally, if you wish to get in contact with us, you can leave a voice message on anchor and you can do this by going to h https colon slash slash anchor dot fm slash i am canvas sativa podcast and click the send voice message button and i may just play it on a future episode you can also call and leave a voice message at 617-466-9389 and i may just play it on a future episode feel free to join the ever expanding i am canvas sativa podcast planet on discord we yes we've got a discord channel and that discord channel can be found at https colon slash slash discord dot gg greg greg slash 65TG2NR. Again, that is HTTPS colon slash slash discord dot GG slash 65TG2NR. Feel free to check out Sequoia Organics for a great source of CBD and hemp based products. You can check them out by the link HTTPS colon slash BIT dot LY slash 33FKRV9. And you can enter the following coupon codes for extra discounts, such as Dog Treat 20, Tincture 20, 40% sign off ISO, 15% sign off CBD. And that applies to the entire store. And as always, everyone, stay medicated, my friends. Peace out and ciao.